All right, we're back on Budweiser's weekday sports beat on your home of the Fighting Irish. Sports Radio 960 WSBT. I'm Darren Pritchett. All right, we just had our internet telephone lines go down. So we're going to experiment. We're going to try to make this work. I've got Bodie Bender, the Mishawaka head basketball coach, joining me on my cell phone with a microphone put down to the cell phone. So I hope this goes well. We'll give it a shot. It's the only shot we have at this point. So, Coach, first off, I really appreciate you joining me. I guess it's not unusual for you. You're on the phone. But for me, I'm I'm talking into a microphone and looking at a cell phone right now. But... I appreciate your time. How are you? I'm doing well. Thanks for having me on. You bet. Greatly appreciate your time. Let me start with this. You opened with Laporte in the sectionals at the Cave Tuesday night. You won 50-44. to It's interesting watching that game. It felt like you guys had control of the game for most of the contest, but I would say Laporte hit some some very creative threes late in the ball game to make the final score maybe look a little different than the flow of the game. How did you perceive the way your team played Tuesday night? Yeah, I, I would agree with you. I thought I thought defensively we were really good. I mean, for the first three quarters we held them to what twenty one points, and then I think we looked in the book after the game and they scored twenty three in the fourth quarter and. They didn't make a three-pointer up until the start of the fourth quarter, and then they made six. And uh, it was one of those, I thought that about four of those were challenged, three-point shots. We were in the face, hand in the face, and it was like, what the heck? One of those, like, throw it in, make it. Uh, you know, so they, they, did, they did claw back a little bit. But I thought for the most part, defensively, we were pretty darn good. Um, we were a little rough at times offensively, but um, – Hopefully we've gotten that out of us and we'll be a little bit better tomorrow night. Coach, your team won the school's first sectional in 37 years last year, and you have a veteran club, especially in your starting lineup this year. Did you think your guys were surprisingly tight Tuesday night? Um, I don't know about tight. Uh, maybe a little bit because you just you know what, what goes down, that if you're not successful and you're not on the winning side of that, um, you're cleaning out lockers the next day. And, and for some of those guys, um, that's the end of their career. So hopefully we've got those first game jitters out of us. Um, it's something that, you know, Steve Sheldraw and, and Ian Nelson and Brandon Scorb and I talked a lot about before the game. It, it's kind of like that NCAA tournament feel of survive in advance, get by the first round, and then hopefully we can loosen up and just play play a little bit more freely, especially on the offensive end of tomorrow night. Bodie Bender, basketball coach at Mishawaka High School, getting set to take on South Bend Adams in a sectional semifinal tomorrow night at 6 o'clock at the Cave. We'd love to have you out at the Cave. Otherwise, you can listen to the game on 96.1 The Ton. I would assume once the tournament season is over, Brady Fisher will be an all-NLC performer. Your 6'3", 6'4", I thought really came up big at times when maybe the offense wasn't hitting on all cylinders against Laporte's zone and, and trapping defense, but he scored and did a really good job at the free throw line as well. Yeah, he ended up 10 of 14 from the free throw line. I thought another big one was Jackson Snyder down the stretch. Yeah. I think he, ate, he hit eight consecutive free throws and finished with 10 or 11 in the game. Um, hit a big three in the first half. Um, we finished 22 of 32 from the line, which is uh, in the low 70s, is what Sheltra told me, since he's a math guy and he's better at math than I am <laughs> today, um, which isn't awful as a team. 
um, we'll take that, especially if we're shooting 32 free throws uh, in a basketball game. Um, so hopefully those are things that can continue. Um, but, yeah, Brady's been there all year for us, especially offensively. Um, and I don't know that I would expect anything different tomorrow night. You were without your number two leading scorer in that game, Rasan Johnson. I know he's the guy that can handle the ball and shoot the ball well for you. Uh, how did the team uh, pick up the slack without Rasan on the floor Tuesday night? Oh, we had to go with a little bit different starting lineup, so we went with Trey with a little bit more length. Um, I suspect we'll keep the same starting lineup tomorrow night um, and bring Jack, Troyer, and Landon uh, Johns off the bench, and then you know, we got Braden Freitag in, in the, you know, waiting in the in the weeds if we need him to use him as well. Um, but I think for us, we've got to stay out of foul trouble. We can't get in foul trouble. We were lucky enough, I think, Tuesday night. Um, Jack and, and Coop went to halftime with two. So we were pretty – we did pretty well with staying out of foul trouble. But, um, uh, you know, I, I thought they rallied well. Um and, and they just took care of business. I mean, these guys are all veteran guys. They understand what's at stake and, and what they need to do to get things done. Coach, you have what I would think a, a very limited rotation of bigs on this mm-hmm. team. So having to go with Trey Thomas, Brady Fisher, and Cooper Pritchett all in the starting lineup, it probably limits what you can do off the bench. But at the same time, doesn't that group give you a different look that's kind of intriguing? I mean, they came up big late in the game against South Bend St. Joe. Yeah, I think they do. And, and, and late in the game, you even had Jack Troyer in the game. We were long. I think our, our shortest guy on the floor at the end of the game was like 6'2". Um, so, you know, we were long. It gives us a little bit more length on the perimeter. And, and the other thing that I like is all three of those guys on the offensive end will go offensive rebound and, and make it tough. Um, on opposing defenses. So, um, yeah, they were big. And, and even when Jack Troyer's in the game, he's a pretty good offensive rebounder. So those guys have a knock to go get it. Um, I think we've been very fortunate here in the last week, week and a half, of, of getting a lot of second-chance opportunities, especially in that St. Joe game. And uh, that's something that's probably going to have to continue here uh, if we want to you know, continue to stay alive in this tournament. Bodie Bender, Mishawaka head coach, my guest. Okay, so this is a tough question. You're a basketball coach. You're not an administrator. But I saw something Tuesday night that I have not seen in all my years as a, a fan or a media member, and that was the team you were playing came out on the floor and touched basketballs before the clock hit zero. I mean, there are strict rules in the IHSA about when you can take the floor. Could that have very easily resulted in a technical foul? See, I don't know the I don't know the actual rule to that um, as far as taking the floor early. Um, from what I was told, I think they heard the three minute horn uh, that you know gave us three minutes before warmups, and they thought that was the time to go on the floor. They got a little mixed up, a little confused. Um, but as I came out, and I saw them on the floor. At least they just stood there and, and waited to start passing or shooting before the twenty minute mark. So I give them credit for that. Um, so, I, yeah, I don't know the exact rule to that. And, and really, at that time, uh, that wasn't really something that bothered me with, with everything else we had going on. Okay. Just something I'd never seen before. I was curious right, of right. the protocol. That's the <laughs> I saw it as well. Right. <laughs>
<laughs> I think everybody was shocked. We're all looking at each other like, why are they on the floor and dribbling the ball? Anyway, right. all right. You take on South Bend Adams Friday night, a team that you played a few weeks ago at the Hathaway Shack, a very competitive basketball game. Uh, Adams had the final shot that was blocked at the buzzer, and you won 52-50. As you have reviewed that tape, what did you take away from your team's performance? Well, I just finished the rest of that tape today. Um, I, I think it was something that there were times we struggled offensively. and In fact, I told the guys um, as we were starting practice today, we didn't score. We scored our last bucket to make it 52-48 with a minute 57 to go on the clock. They scored their last bucket with a minute 38 to go in the game to make it 52-50. Um, so, yeah, we struggled, and, and we had our chances to – go to the line and stretch it out or, or even get easy buckets from their trapping. And, and we just looked very uninterested in the game. And I thought there were times we just didn't play very hard. Um, I would hope and suspect that, that that will be a different ball club tomorrow night on our home floor. You have faced a lot of zone defenses over the second half of the year. I think teams see that, hey, you guys have really good interior passing. You guys get out and run. That's how you score your points. And three-point shooting has not been a strength this year. How has your team been able to adapt and learn and how to break down these defenses? 2-3, 1-3-1, whatever zone defenses teams right. are throwing at you. I think it starts at the top with our point guard, Jackson Snyder, who is really good at at getting us set up and, and really all five guys, six guys, seven guys, eight guys that we play are really smart and noticing what teams are playing us in and, and what teams may be switching up into in the middle of a quarter and on the fly without taking a timeout. And our guys are really smart at talking to each other on the floor, getting set up and what we want to run. And I think our guys do a great job of moving the basketball back and forth to each wing to open up, um, passing lanes for a Brady Fisher cutting in there, um, Cooper getting it in the in the short corner, or Brady getting it in the short corner and Cooper diving. Uh, I know we've had times where Jack Troyer will cut in there in a one three one. Trey Thomas. Um, so these guys are really good at moving the basketball, finding finding areas to drive it and or throw it in with a bounce pass to get us good looks on the interior. Coach, when you think about tomorrow night. Facing South Bend Adams again after reviewing the tape, what should be the concerns for Mishawaka fans watching their team take on South Bend Adams tomorrow night? Well, I think for us, we've got to be better defensively than what we were the last time. Um, I, I thought there was times when we would fly out at shooters. It really wasn't flying out at shooters the last time we played. It was just kind of uh, jog out at shooters and let them get open looks. We can't have that tomorrow night. We also, at times... Um, their point guard, K.J. Johnston, we lost him on cuts, and he got a couple open looks for three. Um, and then I felt like Jarvis Tolbert basically did whatever he wanted in the first game, uh, driving the ball whenever he wanted to and getting to the paint. And I told the guys, you can't let guys constantly get to the paint. If they do, it could be a long night for us, especially on the defensive end. Well, I think it's fair to say a lot of things have changed involving Mishawaka basketball the last few years. Ron Heklinski and now you taking over. Just doing a little research from 2005 to 2020, Mishawaka boys basketball in sectional play was 4-16. and 16. This senior class, with the help of other players, not just them, but this senior class has gone 5-2 and two in sectional play. 
right now in their high school careers going into that matchup against South Bend Adams. I'm not writing an obituary at this point, but just reflect on what this group has done and maybe how they're a part of the changing of the culture of Mishawak after a lot of years of not even winning one uh, sectional game. Yeah, I, I think a lot of it has to do started back with, with Heck. You know, when he brought a lot of these guys up as freshmen to play, and, and I remember, you know, listening to the game, the sexual final game, uh, with you and Brian on with Heck in the post game, and it was baptism by fire type of uh, type of experience for some of these guys, and and they got beat around a little bit as freshmen, and and they learned from it, and and now they, you know, as seniors, as what we like to call grown men on the floor, uh, have kind of reverse those and and are, are starting to you know kind of dish it back to other teams hmm. could you just handicap as a basketball fan the second game at mishawaka tomorrow night oh. it's michigan city who really struggled with plymouth until late in the ball game they're going to take on the team that's been proclaimed the best team outside of indianapolis south ben riley yeah that's going to be a heck of a basketball game it's going to be a war i know they played back on january 9th um and, and Riley won in a two-point game, 66-54. And I believe Riley started that game out 12 nothing, And then from there on out, it was either even or Michigan City's advantage as far as how the game was played. So I would expect a very good second game tomorrow night. Um, and hopefully we have a reason to, you know, stay and watch the ball game. All right. Very good. Bodie Bender in his second year as Mishawaka basketball coach. The Cavemen are 17-7 and going into their matchup with South Bend Adams again tomorrow night at the Cave at 6 o'clock. You can hear the game on 96-1 the ton and game number two also on 96-1 the ton. South Bend Riley taking on Michigan City. Well, Coach, again, congratulations on the win Tuesday night and best of luck tomorrow night at the Cave against the Eagles. Thank you. I appreciate it. All right, Coach, thank you much. That's Bodie Bender, the head coach of the Mishawaka Cavemen. We'll talk to one of his good friends, the head coach of Concord, Derek Deshone, coming up in our next segment. 623, this is Budweiser's Weekday Sports Beat on your home of the Fighting Irish, Sports Radio 960 WSBT.